This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 3, Halifax Town 1. My word, that was really good. We made Halifax look like an absolutely awful team. And that's saying something, because they just won five in a row. They are clearly title contenders, but goodness me, we reduced them to nervous wrecks. It was absolutely fabulous. <clears throat> Have you ever seen a t- uh, fan celebrate a goal less than when BT Sports cut across for their late consolation to show the fans? And the Halifax fans appear to be just collectively shrugging as if to say, makes no difference, we've been battered. That was a spectacular performance by Wrexham. Two changes, doubling goal for the injured Linton, of course, and Jordan Davis coming back in midfield to replace Liam McLinton. Uh, Aaron Hayden recovered from his bout of illness and Wrexham started as they meant to go on just on the front foot throughout driving Halifax back once again a fantastic crowd making terrific noise and Halifax couldn't cope from the very start they were trying to pass out from the back our pressing was organised and effective and they just kept squandering the ball. Like I said, they, they looked very poor, but they're not poor. That's that's my point. That's how good Wrexham were when we didn't have the ball. Um, Halifax, I mean, they were making mistakes because the, of the pressure, but they were also making mistakes because of the pressure in their heads. Players make, playing awful passes, making awful decisions, hurrying passes, when there wasn't somebody pressing them, as if they just sensed that, Somebody will be creeping up behind me. Somebody's near. Wrexham gave them that sense that there was not a second on the ball and and Halifax crumbled completely underneath it. It was terrific to watch from Wrexham's perspective. In the seventh minute, we took the lead. Nice combination play between Palmer and Davis down the left-hand side. Palmer getting into the box and driving in a shot, which was blocked by the hands of the right-back, Warren. Fans and the, t- the players wanted a red card. The referee correctly gave a yellow because the goalkeeper was behind him. And so, unlike the Harry Lennon instant at Notts County, it wasn't a guaranteed goal. That's how the rules were interpreted. Paul Mullen stepped up and virtually ripped the net off the, the posts with a terrifically powerful blast into the roof of the net. And Wrexham continued and pushed and pushed and Halifax couldn't get their way out. Cleworth Drove in a long-range shot with real power. It was too close to Johnson, but he still fumbled it. Mullen got to the rebound, but was offside. And anyway, Johnson made a good save from that. <clears throat> Warren, the man who was sent, who was booked for the handball, then started walking a very, very, very ropey tight walk, a tightrope. Wrexham breaking away from a Halifax corner. Palmer driving through the middle. Warren just basically just jumped on his back to to commence a tactical foul and stop the breakaway. I would argue it pretty straightforward yellow card decision for the ref but he didn't give the second yellow to him and then three minutes later Warren very late on McFadden after the full back had driven the ball into the box I mean I've got to say not violently but very late it's it's a yellow I would argue very lucky to stay on the pitch Warren and more would be to come in the second half Wrexham though pushed on halfway through the first half toes over a long throw carried through to Clareth who drove in a shot which was blocked, came out to Davis, who couldn't hit the target from the edge of the area. A rare moment of threat from Halifax came when a long ball forwards worked Thomas into a great position, 1-1 with Dibble. His touch was poor, though, and Dibble was able to come out and save at his feet. That was the one thing Halifax were doing. Well, of course, we know that Woods is a good striker. He's more of a second striker, really. And what they were doing well when they 
rarely managed against Wrexham. So half was Woods' movements was good. He'd drop off a bit deeper. And then they had players from the second line attacking that gap. And that was an example of it. With Thomas cutting in from the right. They did do that fairly well. But not well enough to really trouble Wrexham. And within a minute of that brief moment of hope, Wrexham got the second goal. And a super goal it was as well. James Jones did well in midfield to show a bit of composure and move it on to Hall Johnson. He cut inside beautifully and fed the terrific ball to Mullen. Mullen, I mean, the technique was glorious. He just got himself inside the centre-back, pinned him, and then the ball was played beautifully around on the other side of Mullen onto his left foot with the defender on his right, and Mullen took it in his stride and lashed it across the keeper first time. To be fair to Johnson, a very good save low to his right, stretching and just about getting a hand to it. All he could do was push it to Palmer, who tapped it into an open goal. Um, Johnson, I think, entitled to ask his his defenders why they weren't more alert. But it was a terrific move by Jones, Hall Johnson and Mullen. And Palmer was in the right place at the right time for a, for a big target man. He's rather good at hanging around for the scraps, isn't he? Wrexham just kept going. It was absolutely relentless. A lovely chip by Young nearly put Palmer in six yards out. It was just out of his reach. And then a couple of minutes later, well, it started off with a brawl. <laughs> it was crazy. Mullen getting pulled all over the place by Ma, including after the whistle had gone. I think Mullen was a bit cute stepping across him in order to provoke his. And then he and Hall Johnson and Ma had a, a bit of a slapping match, shoving each other in the chest. Loads of other players came in and the referee picked it out and booked both Ma and Mullen. From the free kick, Davis swept in a beauty and toes at the far post, headed it wide from about eight yards out. He probably would have done a lot better, but Hazen jumped in front of him and unsighted him. And then Wrexham kept pushing on. Two chances in the three minutes of added time. Hall Johnson sweeping in another fabulous cross. Davis is glancing ahead of going just wide. Hall Johnson put another beautiful cross in the first half, which was defended at absolute full strength by Bradbury, who just about managed to get a toe to it before there was a tap in beyond him. And then in the last minute of added time, and, and uh, Halifax just reminding Wrexham they were still in the game as Warburton broke into the left channel but rather scuffed his shot which went across Dibble and wide at the far post Dibble had it covered second half more of the same Wrexham absolutely penned Halifax in we didn't actually make any real chances of note in the first 20 minutes of the second half but it felt very comfortable Halifax couldn't make their way out they were still making mistakes at the back Wrexham was still looking very very sharp the first opportunity came when Young swept in across a corner, beg your pardon, from the left-hand side, Hayden met it and his effort was cleared off the line and it dropped into the goal mouth where Clara stretching couldn't quite control his header and put it wide from close range. Within a minute, Jerry McDonough, the ex-Rexham target man who'd come on up front to try and change things for Halifax, did well driving through the middle. It's a really powerful shot, but it was far too straight and Dibble handled it easily. Halifax weren't really using the size and strength of McDonough. <clears throat> the big target man up front now with Waters playing off him, but they didn't really feed him all that much. Although McDonough, I must say, looked like he'd come on a bit since his spell on loan with us as, as a raw striker. <clears throat> but... That shot was an aberration. Wrexham soon was straight back on top. Sorry, need a drink of water. Throat's a bit rough after that last night, I've got to be honest. Ah, that's better. Halfway through the second half, again, that lovely build-up play. Palmer linking of Hall Johnson, feeding Hall Johnson down the right channel. And he hit a powerful shot, which hits the side netting. Then it was a long throw-in 
by toes up to the near post. A strange sort of scenario as Mullen backing in at the near post because it was flat and pretty much to his feet. There was nobody screening the front of him. Was able to back in and from a couple of yards out turn and hit it. But it was such a crowd between him and the goal that the ball ricocheted back out. James Jones drove in a shot which was blocked and then Young with another lovely little chip in and Clemeth couldn't keep it on target. Quarter of an hour left, Wrexham again creating chances. Jones had started a late pattern there, getting in the box and getting into great positions and having his shots well blocked. He had another one blocked after Davis had got round the back of the defence, pulled it back for Palmer, whose shot was blocked and fell to Jones. Then uh, a lovely little moment, Dibble with a massive kick. Dibble's kicking was really accurate and Palmer was causing all sorts of problems in the air. Palmer, with a fabulous take, it was, what a first touch, bringing it down, driving then left to right across the centre-backs, but he couldn't quite keep his balance and therefore his shot went wide and high. But the pressure continued. Uh, Mullen racing through the middle, smashing a shot. Johnson was able to parry it. Jones from outside the box drove it in just wide at the left post. Then <clears throat> a shout for a penalty for Wrexham. It was Warren again. Palmer running into the area. I've got to say to the naked eye, it looked like a cast iron penalty. Warren running up behind him and Palmer going down. Having seen the replay, though, I don't think it was bouncing. The ref did very well. Probably conditioned by the fact Palmer was looking to, to initiate contact a few times and he probably had his eye on him. And I think he did try on this occasion to do that too. But Wrexham kept coming. Davis ripping in a, another good set piece. The header from Palmer going over the bar. Davis then... <clears throat> with four minutes left, ripping in a, a good free kick, which went just wide, but Halifax to be punished straight away afterwards. They made a hash of a short goal kick routine. Johnson, the keeper, knocked it square, got it back. That square option was still on and an easy pass, but instead, for some reason, he tried to play a ball to the edge of the area, even though James Jones was racing into press. And... It wasn't the best ball. Jones was able to just shrug his man off and just lash it gleefully past the goalkeeper to make it 3-0, which, quite frankly, felt like more of a fair reflection of how the game had gone than 2-0. Um, straight afterwards, Jordan Davis, who'd done well to get that far into the match out of his injury, was taken off to a standing ovation. Liam McAlinden replaced him. Uh, maybe that just made us switch off a tiny bit because straight from the restart, we let a goal in. The ball fed back to Warren, who lofted the ball up to the edge of the area. It was McDonough and Toza tussling on the edge of the box. I think it was Toza who got the touch and nodded it down. But the substitute Durnley did brilliantly on the edge of the D to tee it up. And then it's a lovely dipping shot beyond a completely helpless dibble and into the top left corner. And 3-1 was the final result and a magnificent performance by Wrexham. I mean, going through it, Dibble did everything well, but didn't have much to test him, to be honest. <clears throat> across the back. Hayden again, I mean, he was ill last Saturday and had to come off. Didn't quite look his usual imposing self, but was still had some very good moments and was a threat on set pieces. Toza again continues to just be consistently massive. His throws caused problems too. His distribution was good. Defensively, he was terrific. And Clareworth, once again, wow, I mean, what a prospect he is. Driving forwards, causing issues, defending stoutly, dominant in the air. Clareworth is a hell of a prospect. The wing-backs were outstanding. In the commentary, we gave Hall Johnson man of the match. He was up and down the line all the time. He whipped in some great service, not least for that first, the second goal. 
Um, it was good to see sometimes his crossing was a little erratic. His crossing and his passing was bang on today. And McFadson continues to be an excellent signing. So combative up and down the left-hand side. He really does take the game to Halifax. I mean, I know it's a cliche, but those wing-backs lived in Halifax's half, which tells you everything about the balance of play. <clears throat> the midfield unit dominated the game. Young, tireless, played some lovely little dinked balls in as well. And was, was, well, was typically young at his best. Jones's energy levels once more were terrific. He's also has an excellent vein of form. And no surprise, 87th minute, he's pressing like he's just come off the bench and gets the goal. Jordan Davis, great to see him come back. And that mixture of steel and flair looks very, very dangerous. Really good set pieces that he whipped in. Up front, well, the two strikers were absolutely outstanding. Their pressure on the, uh, the Halifax defence was the starting point for our good pressing. Uh, Mullen was a constant threat at them all the time, buzzing around, harrying them. Palmer won everything in the air. Uh, maybe could have been a, a bit less wasteful with some of his chances. In fact, quite frankly, uh, my one little uh, fly in the ointment is we could have been more ruthless. We could have scored six in this game, but Palmer was dominant and bullying the defenders. It was just brilliant to see. I think on a personal note, as a personal man of the match, I might go Mullen. But I think you could point to pretty much any outfield player in that game and say he's my other match, and I wouldn't argue with you. What a terrific performance by Wrexham. It really was. One down, six to go. Uh, we started it in the correct manner. Dover to come on Saturday. Well, let's, uh, I'd love to see a continuation of those levels of performance in that game. With the final score of Wrexham 3, Halifax Town 1, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Rexham AFC media team.